There's been times where I've actually made more money from a tweet of like a 15 to 20 second video of like one of my bigger YouTube videos. I've made more money from Twitter than I did on AdSense from that larger video. Really? Are you gonna hug a stranger again? Um, Have you, do well, you I, hug strangers? I, I, I don't generally hug strangers as it is, so. <laughs> really? You don't hug Why do I hug strangers all the time? Don't be, you know, don't be scared of this male dominated world. Like there's room for, there's room for everyone. Oh, husband. Oh, that's right. I'm old now. <laughs> What's been your most awkward fan interaction? <laughs> I can't. Oh my god. What's up guys? Safir on Super Saf Speaks and in this week's episode we have a new guest. It is Jenna Izarek, good friend, amazing content creator. We talk about being a female in tech, a bit about her journey, the challenges of being a content creator, a little bit about her podcast, Same Brain, and there's also a fun section towards the end, as we always have a few questions which you generally won't hear on any other podcast. So stay tuned. Jenna, welcome to the podcast. Thank you so much for having me and congratulations on the podcast, by the way. It's incredible. Thank you. Thank you. It's uh, still still very new, but uh, getting used to it. And it's it's been a lot of fun. It's been a lot of fun doing something different. I think that's the most important thing too, because like my sister and I randomly started a podcast during the pandemic and I mean, she did it so long ago, so it was very new to me and we're like 30 yeah. some episodes in. I'm like, I think we're getting the hang of this now. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we're definitely going to be talking about the podcast. We're going to be talking about tech and just getting to know you uh, for the audience as well. The first thing I always ask my guests when they come on is what are your daily drivers? What are you using right now? So phone laptop desktop and uh, camera okay yeah all right so my main phone device is the iphone 12 pro max um mm -hmm. as well as the samsung galaxy s21 ultra so two very large phones snap i've got exactly the same two here, my other one's so. charging so yeah um yeah. very large phones but i've, I've been mm -hmm. enjoying them although today my iphone decided it doesn't want to charge so oh okay we'll see what happens That's weird is that just is weird just cable charging or wireless as well cable it wasn't charging with the cable and then i think the wireless charging uh dock i was using wasn't working so then oh, i was like okay what's happening <laughs> but but the magsafe is charging my phone so i'm like okay as long as something works so it's it's apple's way they're getting you used to the iphone 13 which we'll talk about a little bit later but because yeah. that's going to be portless they're just like hey forget using cables just use magsafe very true, very true. Okay, so then my camera, I've been using the Sony a7S III. I have two of them because I have a new like overhead setup um, and I just have like a main one. I would prefer to have three, but that's a little a little excessive. I just, I love so, the camera so much. I'm also, this is like, this is a snap again because I'm also using the Sony a7S III. Love that camera. Um, yeah, it's, it's currently what's recording this as well. And you've got two, so I'm, I'm uh, before we get onto the um, laptop slash desktop, um, you said you've also got it for your overhead camera. Mm -hmm. Correct. How how have you set that up? Because I've 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 been obviously I've been doing overhead shots for like four or five years, but I'm always interested to hear how others have their setup. 
I mean, I just bought like a C stand. Okay. And then I will say there was like some attachment I needed and I was like, oh, I don't, I don't want to wait. So then I found some like random little thing I had in like a drawer and I like screwed it on there and kind of like made it work. But I have like a very heavy C stand and then just it's, you know, I've got like the, the sandbag weighing it down and okay. it just stays above my desk. Right now I'm at my sister's though. So okay. I had a sleepover last night. So I'm at her station right now. Um, and oh, I'm also going to be redoing my entire office because I'm crazy. And I was like, I'm going to redo it again. But yeah, just like a C stand and just, you know. Basic. Right. I can send you a link if you want. Yeah, because um, so right now my setup is uh is is inspired by Lou from Unbox Therapy. This is something that he did a long time ago. So I've actually got a backdrop stand, right? Oh. So yeah. It's 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 just like a square around the table, and then I've got a clamp, and the camera is on it. Um, nice. I, I'll I'll send you a picture later on. But yeah. it's it's actually not bad. But the 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 thing that. With, with C stands that I've always been a little bit sort of worried about is because it's just got support from one side. I'm like, is it going to be easy to kind of knock it over or something? Whereas with this, it's got support from both sides. I mean, I've stood up, I've hit my head on it. I've done a lot of weird things and I have like the, the 16 <laughs> to 35 millimeter G master lens on it too. So it's pretty mm -hmm. heavy. Um, okay. And so far, so far, so good. So All I right, trust you're it. To, you're gonna have to send me a link. Um, yeah, I can do that. I'm, I'm looking forward to seeing the office setup tour. Uh, whenever that is uh, up as well. I, I love seeing those. It's, it's always interesting to see what setup everybody else has. I would love to have a warehouse. Um, unfortunately, I you know I live in Los Angeles and you know, not space is, is limited, but I did buy like an L-shaped desk so that I can have like a permanent gaming setup and then also okay. just like a permanent like sit down unboxing because I was so tired of like moving monitors and moving things around. And I'm like, I think I can make this work with a big L-shaped desk, so we'll see. That's awesome. It, it's so much easier when you've got like a setup, like even here, the, the it's, it's a small room. It's not, um, you know, it's not big, but it's just nice to be able to just switch on. Um, and I've got like some backdrops here, which I can just roll down. So I can have either a lighter one or this gray one, but it usually just stays as the dark one. But yeah, it's, it's yeah. so easy when you just have a, a switch on and then you can just get, get straight down to the content and instead of having to rearrange everything. Yeah, and like, especially with like lighting and just cameras and doing it, like it takes a lot of time. And then I have to put on like makeup and like brush my hair. And I'm like, by the time I go to sit down, I'm exhausted from like getting ready and setting up. So just, yeah. you know, minimalizing the, the process and having it be easy. And like, this will hopefully, you know, up yeah. my content I, production. I can we'll relate see. somewhat, you know, with the, the brushes, but it's just my beard that I have to brush. True, um, true. Well, it looks so. great. Thank you, thank you, appreciate it. Um, <laughs> all right, and then the your, your computer, laptop or, or, or desktop. So I've been using the 13-inch MacBook Pro M1. Ah, nice. Almost everything for the past couple of months, I guess it's been out. Okay, nice, and, and how's that? Oh, How's sorry. I was going to say it's been the, the, the base level too. It's like the eight gigs, like 256. So obviously I'm thriving off of external hard drives. Um, but it's been really, really good. Although I recently, I needed uh, some stuff that wasn't really working with the M1. So I switched mm. back to the 16 inch MacBook Pro, the Intel, and I opened it up and I was like, oh my gosh, this is massive. Like I couldn't believe that I was doing all of my editing, like video, photo editing, everything on this mm. tiny screen. And then I opened up the 16 inch and I was like, okay, we need 16 inch MacBook yeah. Pro M1 or whatever the next you know chip is gonna yeah. be. M1X or M2, whatever it's called. Uh, you, you're gonna be going straight to that, I assume, as soon as it's out. 100%, like immediately. Yeah, because it's just, I, I'm enjoying M1 so much. M1's so good, because the thing with me is I've got my 16-inch um, MacBook uh, Pro, 
um, mm-hmm. the the Intel one. I really do like it, but I also have my desktop, which is which is a PC. Um, so I kind of switch between both. But yeah, I'm, I'm definitely looking forward to the next um, 16 inch MacBook Pro. So I For mean, sure. r- based on rumors, it should be soon. So we we hopefully won't have to wait too long. I hope not. I mean, I was kind of basing it off of when the 16 inch came out before, and it was like November, I think. Actually, that's maybe. A good point. Oh, because yeah. I was like oh, November. Come on. Yeah, I mean, but but I think there is there is a lot of pressure on because last year they kind of released the um, 13 inch MacBook uh, Pro and the MacBook Air earlier in the year, and then it was like what not even six months later they released the M1s. So that's true. I'm hoping that it's it's going to be sooner. I'm hoping it's going to be sooner, but we'll see. We'll see. I really hope. Okay, now I'm 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 interested to hear because whenever I have a guest on the show. What do you refer to yourself as? So if somebody was to ask you, Jenna, what is it that you do? That is the worst question to ever ask someone (laughs) in our field. It's terrible. But I feel like now, I mean, I've been doing YouTube videos for the past decade, maybe, Mm -hmm. I think maybe 11 years. I don't even know. But it's definitely been a decade. Um, Mm -hmm. So I always say that I'm either in video production or if they kind of understand, I'm like, oh, look, I'm a content creator. Because okay. I hate the word influencer, creator. which I heard Marquez also wasn't. It's just <laughs> okay. a terrible word. Okay, so what, okay, so Marquez told me why he hated the word influencer. Why do you hate the word influencer? I don't know. I just, I just, it's just something about it, and mm-hmm. it makes me just feel like, oh, no, I don't want, I don't want to, I don't <laughs> see myself as that way. Like I, just, I see myself as like a content creator. Like I'm not really here to try to influence people. I just, I feel like I just make content. I don't know. Yeah, I, 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 I guess the, the influencer term kind of seems like you you can manipulate people in a way. It's just like I can influence people to you know follow my every every word sort of a thing. Yeah, yeah. I, I I understand. But, I'm like, don't um, do that. Yeah, but one of the things I was saying to Marquez was, um, I, I I see that point, but then brands, the the term influencer makes sense to brands. So whenever we're working with a brand um we um uh we, we do use the term influencer but publicly when i'm talking to you know the world it's it's not influencers content creator 100 percent. yeah i mean it definitely makes sense I'm like oh influencers and like i used to do some consulting you know for agencies so like i get it you know you, you use the yeah, term yeah. i feel like no one really likes it but until mm. we come up with like a better word then i mm. guess we're stuck with it right yeah i mean content creator is not too bad now, you do make a lot of different types of content, right? So you cover tech, you do vlogs, you do gaming. What would you what would you say is your sort of primary though? Like your main focus? Wow. Well, you don't have one. Um, <laughs> I really don't know. So in 2020, you know, early on, I was like, I'm gonna focus on travel because travel okay. is what's, you know, the most passionate thing to me. It's what I love making. But then obviously the pandemic happened. So mm. I was like, okay, all right. You know, what are we gonna do now? So then obviously I started focusing more on tech. I've always been interested in tech. It's always been something I'm very passionate about. I just was like, well, I don't know, do I really wanna talk about it? And then I was like, okay, well, maybe I will. Maybe I will talk about it because I'm sitting at home in my little, you know, my home in my office, like what am I gonna make videos about? And you know, while we were the new work from home, everyone was adjusting. And I was like, okay, like this is kind of cool. And I think kind of 
the good thing about being a YouTuber and kind of what I've been doing is like, I'll do vlogs, I'll do this, I'll do cooking. Like I've never really had a thing. I just mm. personally would do what I wanted and I wasn't really following the rules of what YouTube wanted me to do. So I was like, all right, I'm gonna do tech now. So, you know, I started doing tech and it's actually been incredible because yes, it's been a, it was a very tough year. And, uh, but mm. it also, it also brought me closer to so many brands that like I've been such a huge fan of. So like giving that me that opportunity to like work closely with these brands, I was like, oh my gosh, I never thought that this would happen. That's, that's so awesome. Now it's interesting because you are obviously into tech, you and Justine, you know, we can talk about tech for hours, right? And you two like have always been into tech, but it's like, you, I know you've got a uh, Brie, your other sister. She's like yeah. not into tech, right? So no. I mean, how did how did that passion and interest in tech come about? Um, I mean, I feel like so our mom was a teacher, and I think early on, like she, we had like a computer at home, like very early on. I don't really mm. remember like as much because I was like really young. Um, and then I remember actually our dad kind of got us into drones because he was like, did you guys right. hear about like this drone? And we're like, what do you mean? He's like, oh, there's like this cool drone. And then we're like, wait, that does sound cool. And then we started like, you know, researching and we started like buying drones. And so I don't really know. I just think it's just been kind of like in our family. And, you know, you know my sister, you know, she went to school for, you know, graphic design and all of that. And we grew up playing video games. And I just think that I'm not really sure. It just kind of was something that we just always were like, this is really cool. Like, what's the what's the latest and greatest? Like, what's going on? And I don't really know. And then, like, cameras. Like, I was always into photography. So while my yeah. sister was into, you know, doing videos, I was like, well, I'm kind of into photography. So, like, well, how can I, you know, what camera is going to be the best for this? And then, I mean, the past, you know, five years, ten years, it's just been the, the tech. Like, we cannot keep up with it. So I just think, That's too, so like, much. always having the next best thing. Like, what is it? Like, what is going to be next? It's just... It's just fascinating. It is. And one of the things that I love about tech and being a tech content creator is half of our work is done for us, right? Because that's that's the companies coming up with the new tech. And then the other True. half is us actually covering the tech in a mm -hmm. entertaining and um, informative way. So I, I, I kind of love that about what we do based on, because I know when others are doing vlogs or uh, entertainment or comedy, the pressure is on them pretty much 100% to come up with new ideas and, and new things to do it. Whereas with tech, it makes our life a lot easier. For sure. Yeah, 100%. And I feel like too, there's like always that, um, like the fight, it's like, oh, well, you know, Mac versus Windows, you know, Android, you know, Android versus iOS. I'm like, I use everything. Like, I just feel like I have very yep. specific uses for different things where I'm like, I use everything. I don't really care about, you know, I'm, it's not a competition. Like the more tech the better personally exactly exactly but the but 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 the fights amongst the fanboys does definitely help engagement so i'm gonna let it's that true. let that carry on <laughs> as it that is. is very true <laughs> yeah now um what one of the things is um well if i look at my audience demographics right 90 percent is male and that seems to be a trend within tech in general I mean, mm -hmm. my only exception is TikTok, but TikTok's like very different. Yeah. <laughs> but generally, YouTube, etc., it's like ninety percent male, um, because I cover tech, and tech seems to be something that's you know very much um, dominated by males, right? Mm -hmm. And what I like, you know, uh, about yourself is obviously you're 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 a female that's genuinely into tech, and you know, I, I want to emphasize this that we have so many conversations just talking about tech, like especially when it yeah. comes to cameras, we could talk all day about cameras, right? Um, 
what do you think i mean in terms of your audience do you know what what the breakdown is in terms of male to female i haven't looked in a while um but i definitely think it was maybe 60 or 70 percent male so okay. i think the last time i looked it was like 60. it used to be more evenly split but the more tech i did the more uh, the male audience uh went up yeah i mean what do you I mean, this is a tough question i don't expect you to have the exact answer but what do you think we can do to encourage more females um, I mean, I know uh, my sister and I, yeah, we've been talking about this too. Like we were like, man, we want to start like showcasing, you know, like um, female creators, female, um, you know, producers, filmmakers, things like that. And I think too, like personally, ever since I started streaming on Twitch during the pandemic, like I've kind mm. of built this like smaller community and a lot of them are like younger children and like younger girls and just kind of like talking to them more. They're like, I just feel so much more comfortable knowing that, you know, like I can do this too. Like it's not this male dominated thing. Like I don't have to be, you know, worried or I don't have to be like embarrassed that like I like this stuff and like I can just be myself. So yeah. I think just kind of like being like a role model type figure and being like, hey, if you like it, that's cool. Like, you know, don't be afraid. Like just kind of putting yourself out there and like talking about it and being like, it's okay to like what you like. Don't be, you know, don't be scared of this male dominated world. Like there's room for, there's room for everyone. There is. And uh, yeah, I mean, definitely being a role model, I think always helps seeing somebody that's successful in doing what they're doing, what they do and knows what they're talking about as well, encourages others to do the same. So, yeah, I think you guys are definitely doing a really good job um, being role models for upcoming female content creators, which uh, I hope we'll see more of in the tech space for sure. I hope so, too. Right. Now, you mentioned that you've been on the agency side of things as well. So I'm, I'm, I'm interested to hear what you were doing before the whole content creation thing, firstly. Well, it's funny. So I actually so I went to college. I have um, a degree in forensic biology and biology. So, OK, nothing at all. And what I'm doing now. Um, and wow. before that, like in high school, I was like heavy into sports. So thankfully, I never had to get like a high school job. Like shout out to my parents because. I appreciate that. I was just, I was so busy that I wouldn't have had time. And like, I still got good grades. So then after that, I went to college and I think it was in college when I started doing YouTube. Uh, my sister, she was just like, you're always giving me video ideas. We're always together. Like, just make a channel. Like 2010, you know, you made a channel for everything. So I'm like, okay, whatever. Yeah. And then I remember getting my first brand deal, like maybe a couple of years later. And all my friends in college had like real jobs. And I was like, they like, would make fun of me for doing YouTube videos. Like, oh, Jada has to go home and make her little YouTube video. And I'm like, oh. But then I'm like, wait, this is like paying my bills. This is paying for my rent. This is paying for my, you know, my college books. So like that was actually like my first job job that was making decent money like back in the day. But then after that, um, I graduated and I was like, okay, I can either go get a job in what my degree was, or I just take the chance and I move to LA. Mm -hmm. So I was like, well, I'm just gonna move to LA and see what happens. Yeah. <laughs> Obviously, Los Angeles was very expensive. I didn't really know what I was doing. Um, so I just, I did, um, I did do some like consulting with just some agencies who were in like the influencer marketing space. Um, and then I was working with Microsoft for quite some time too, just doing like consulting. It was basically just like, I was still making my content, but also consulting with them on like how to work with influencers, you know, and what they should do, like the types of campaigns, you know, good ideas, bad ideas, what to do, what not to do, who to work with. So that was just something I did, I did for a little bit. And then eventually I was like, okay, I think I'm good. Like, I'm just gonna, you know, just do my own thing and see what happens. And, you know, that's been the past couple of years and it's been, it's been incredible. It's, it's really interesting to hear that you were into, um, you were studying biology because um, 
uh, E, uh, the co-host on the channel, he mm-hmm. was a microbiologist before getting into YouTube. So I'm kind of seeing, I'm, I'm seeing a trend here. So if somebody wants to become a YouTuber, a uh, content creator, then go into biology. You'll be so yeah. bored that you will then <laughs> gain a passion to create content. I'm joking. No offense to yeah. any um, biologists out there, but <laughs> I'm definitely seeing a trend here. No, for sure, for sure. But I did love it because, like, I love like the forensics, like you know, the crime stuff. Like, it's you know, yeah. I mean, shoot, you turn on Netflix now and it's like all you see. Um, yeah, yeah. You uh, know, my that's a, my. That's super my interesting to hear that sort of because, um, like, for, for myself, I was I was doing you know. Um, media so I was, I was i was doing interactive web design so i was kind of somewhat related and i remember speaking to justine and she was also doing a lot of graphic design and you know flash which you know where we're very few there's a very few people who were doing that i was like oh awesome but it's so interesting to hear how you know yours was very different so co- coming over having i mean i guess that tells me that you could be doing anything and if you are really passionate about creating content then hey go ahead and do it I think the thing too about college is like, how do you expect someone straight out of high school be like, what do you want to do the rest of your life? And you're like, what? Why do I have to pick this? Like, this is, there's just like that outside pressure. I'm like, I don't know. Like, I like this. But then like thinking back, I'm like, man, I, I really, like, I don't know. Like, I'm glad I did it. I'm glad I learned. I'm glad I had that experience. Mm. But like how much time and money was wasted like on that, you know? I mean, maybe, who knows? Maybe I'll go back and use that degree. I'd have to probably relearn everything. But yeah, I just, it's, it's, it's very silly. I'm like, I don't even know. I still feel like I don't know what I want to do the rest of my life. We could maybe see a different channel, maybe like a sort of forensics channel that's a separate, a completely separate thing. How to commit <laughs> crime? I mean, what? No, no. no. <laughs> right, now, you, you, so you started your channel like, it's been, it's been like what over 10 years now mm-hmm. um your channel name across and, and your your social media name across all of the different platforms is just your name jenna is yeah. very it simple it used to be it used to be it's me jenna e and i hated it so much i'm like why would i do okay. this i hated it I don't <laughs> so even that's what it was okay because i'm interested because i just saw the name i was just like i was thinking did you not like have an alias you know obviously you know super saf here and then you know we've got everybody's got like a like an online alias but i was like interested because you just had your name but hey i guess that wasn't the case yeah no it was like oh it's me jenna e i'm like what can i make my youtube channel i'm like this i hate that i hate it so like i don't even know when i eventually like changed that i mean thankfully on like my uh, instagram twitter all that i was like i'm just gonna do my name because it was available and i know at the time i'm like oh somebody could steal this um, mm. Yeah, so I did have one. I just didn't like it. <laughs> <laughs> it's me, Jenna. It's, 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 it's got a bit of a ring to it. I don't know. I was like 20. It. I was 20 years old. Leave me alone. <laughs> Which, to be fair, now is like old for people starting channels. Oh, gosh. You would, uh, yeah, let's let's not go there. Like <laughs> Mark has just... said he was in high school when you, oh, man. Yeah. Yeah, let, let, let's not let's not go to the age section because nope. otherwise this is just going to be like a depressing podcast and we'll just be complaining. Yeah, we're <laughs> not doing older. that. And my hips hurting, my knees. <laughs> yeah, also the problem. Get, getting older sucks. Don't let anybody else tell you otherwise. That's what I always yeah. say. <laughs> yeah, I'm like torn. I'm like being an adult is so cool, but then I'm also like, no. I didn't sign up for this responsibilities all sorts let, 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 let's let's not go there let's we're not let's nope, not, not today make this podcast <laughs> take a downward um uh, a downward trend anyway so shooting you content um uh, do you do you still do everything yourself do you do you get some help how does it work 
For the most part, yeah. Um, unless there's like a like a sponsored video that I'm or something where I'm like, okay, I need help. You know, we've been working with Tyler for quite some time now. Justine usually hogs him, so if he has like a free day or two, I'm like, Tyler, help me. For the most part, yeah, I've just been doing everything myself. And we recently took a three week road trip, um, which cool. are, you know we did. We Tyler and our, our friend Jace came in. We're we're like, okay, we're just gonna go. We're gonna relax. We're gonna have our little quarantine. Uh, you know, safe bubble. And we're going to just go in the middle of nowhere, kind of like reset and make content. So that was kind of nice having some people around too. I'm like, Oh, you can like hold the camera for me. I'm like, cool. This is nice. But yeah, for the most part, and I still do all the editing myself, which is time consuming. It is. It is. Are you you thinking of potentially kind of, you know, expanding, getting somebody on board or anything like that? Yeah, I definitely need to because it's just too much. Like the vlogs and stuff, I don't mind, but like the the heavy tech videos, it, it just takes up too much time, especially like phone mm. reviews and stuff like that. It's just there's not enough time to do everything. See, one of the things I find is because I'm generally doing most things myself as well. I've got my brother who does work with me, but he kind of looks after more of the management side of things. Whereas uh, when it comes to actually shooting, editing, etc., one of the things I find in tech is because things are so tight, like you can't wait to send an unboxing to somebody to edit and bring it back. Mm-hmm. No, no, it needs to go live yesterday. You know what yeah. I mean? And exactly, that's something that yeah. I find as well. Yeah, so if I was able to plan better and be like, hey, like I'm gonna need this video by like next week, that's cool. Mm. But yeah, like you said, it's like, I need this tomorrow. So like if I need it done, like I just have to do it. So yeah, that's yeah. that's what makes things very difficult, unfortunately. It's, 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 it's always a struggle. On YouTube, you have now 945,000 subscribers. It's amazing. Getting close to that million. Do, do you think you'll be hitting the million this year, potentially? I really, okay, so here's the thing. I've been like stuck at that number and I, I have a theory of why. Mm. Okay. okay, my first theory is I've been very inconsistent with YouTube. So like I've literally been stuck. Like I'll see, you know, the growth, but then I'll also see, you know, YouTube will do its sweeps and get rid of, old channels and since I do have like an old channel I'm like am I kind of being punished like I've had the thought I'm like maybe Mm. I should just start a fresh channel because I also post like you said like I'll do vlogs I'll do tech I'll do you know some gaming I'll do this like I don't think YouTube knows what my channel is so I truly think that I'm hurting myself and I guess I've just kind of accepted at this point. I'm like, honestly, like I'm still having fun. I'm making money. You know, I'm working with incredible brands. If I never hit that million, that's fine. Cause I just, I'm just going to do what I want on my channel. Even if YouTube is like, this is all wrong. I'm like, that's okay. It is what it is. That's good. I I like that thinking because it always seems like, to be honest, getting, getting to a million, it was, it was amazing. But what I actually found is I became a lot lazier after hitting a million because it's just like, <laughs> yeah, I've got a million now. So like the next target, what is it? Like 10 million? That, that's 10 million? way too far. Yeah. It's like, <laughs> so, oh gosh, yeah, that's too much. So I mean, yeah, so, to me, I'm like, it's fine. Whatever. If it happens, cool. But So I mean, we, you know, the, the YouTube algorithm. What are your thoughts on the YouTube algorithm? How do we crack the code to understand it? Because I don't understand it anymore. It's, I don't know. It's interesting. So this is the thing. I mean, like I've, I've got a bit of a theory with the YouTube algorithm because the way I see it is on YouTube, you can either make content you like to make, okay? Or you can make content that's going to work, mm-hmm. okay? So, wh- wh- you know, what I like about your channel is that, you know, sometimes I'll see like obviously tech, but then I'll see some travel, which I also enjoy seeing. And it's, it's a lot of writing. It's what you enjoy doing, which is brilliant. But YouTube likes you to kind of 
push out the same content which will work well among the same audience so if, if there's somebody who's just doing smartphones okay you post one video that has smartphones you, your viewers see it they like it other viewers who like smartphones get to see it they like it and it just has a snowball effect and then as soon as you do something a little bit different it's like a it's like a barrier for that snowball which kind of hits and then the snowball becomes a lot smaller and it just carries on like that and the, the problem I find with that is um, you can carry on doing that, but then you're not really enjoying the content that you're making. So then you're pretty much just chasing the numbers rather than doing content that you actually want to make. No, 100%. And I feel like that's why I'm like very grateful to be kind of um, like in the situation I am with like brands, because I mean, my AdSense, I probably would not be able to survive on AdSense because just because I've confused the algorithm, I've confused my channel. Um, but because I did, I started doing vlogs like that was what my mm -hmm. channel was. So when I switched to, to tech, people are like, oh, well, like, OK, we like it. And it was bringing in, you know, like new audience and new viewers. But then I'm like, they're like, but bring back the vlogs. And I'm like, okay. Mm. I'm like, that's what I enjoy too, because it's way easier to edit. And like, I actually get to do things, which I mean, during the pandemic, I'm like, I can't vlog. Like I don't even do, I, I don't do enough activities. I'm sitting in my sweatpants. Like that's not exciting. So I have definitely confused my channel. I've confused everyone, but like I'm enjoying it. So I'm like, that's all that matters. Cause like, if I'm not enjoying it, like I don't want to force it. Yeah, I mean, you're enjoying it and you're still making great content. So um, it is, again, it's something that's fighting against the YouTube algorithm. But at the end of the day, if it's if it's working for you and it's still, you know, even though it might be a small percentage that views the different things. So there might be like a small percentage that likes the vlogs, another percentage that likes the tech. It's still, so I wouldn't say you need to necessarily have a new channel because you still have that audience there and you still make great content. So keep doing what you're doing. Well, thank you. Now you mentioned brand deals because it's it's interesting because the AdSense seems like the dream for a lot of people, right? Uh, I'm I'm usually quite realistic about AdSense because for me personally, like if I was to just have AdSense and not brand deals, then AdSense probably makes up like 20% of my income, if that. Um, I would not be able to kind of like I'd be okay generally, but like you know mm -hmm. I'd be able to pay rent and stuff, but would I be able to like? buy lots of tech to bring on the channel? Probably not. Would I be able to employ somebody else or, or hire external work? Definitely not. So when it comes to brand deals, how important do you think they are? I mean, for me personally, like that definitely makes up the most of, of my revenue. Um, so I think it's very important. And I think too, it's nice kind of like not having to fight that system of AdSense and like relying just on that. Like, obviously it's great. You know, when I started out, like that was my income for, for years. Like it was that. Mm. Um, but I just feel like it's so unreliable now. Like I really, like I'm very thankful that I'm at a point where I actually don't even look at that. Like I'll check my yeah. bank, I'm like, okay, cool. But that that is like not something that I'm like, oh shoot, like yeah. did I post enough this, this month? Like if I wanna go a month only posting like three or four videos, then I'm like, okay, that's not really gonna affect it too much. But so brand deals, they have been a blessing. For sure. They have. They have. And, and that's something I think, yeah, AdSense can be very inconsistent. So ha being being able to work with brands is, is a super, super fortunate place to be in. What would you say is, you know, one of the best brands or brand deal in particular that really stands out to you? Oh, my gosh. <laughs> um, <laughs> it's funny because it's like there's so many different ways that I've worked with brands. Like there's been brands I've worked with who it's just been like this close relationship. 
maybe, you know, the money isn't like the highest, but it's just been this relationship that we have, you know, grown, we have formed over the past years. Um, mm. So I would say like, I mean, we've worked with Sony, like I said, like it's more of like a relationship thing. I think I maybe have done like one or two sponsored things, but we hosted an entire camera camp, which oh, yeah. like they, they basically sponsored, they put on for us, but it was like, it was me and my sister's thing. And like that to us, like there was no money, like we weren't getting paid for that, but like it was Sony putting their trust in us and putting on this incredible camp where I'm like, that's something that I'm going to remember like the rest of my life. So just like forming those type of bonds, like even I've said yes to brand deals where I'm like, oh, this is very, very low. I might actually lose money, but I want to be able to like form this relationship with this brand because it's really important to me. So I feel like those are very important relationships to have. And then obviously the ones who, who pay pretty well are nice too, you know, but, uh, hey. <laughs> you know, there's just so many different layers when it comes to, to working with brands. If, if he was here, he'd be like, yes, money. The ones that pay the most money, they're the best ones to work with. JK, JK. Well, <laughs> yeah. And what's also too, like, you know, you need to know your worth. So it's like if someone's coming to you exactly. and like repeatedly like taking advantage of you and they're not paying you what you're worth, like you have to be like, no, I'm sorry. Like this isn't worth my time. So you have to, you have to know, uh, just to know, know your worth. Yeah. Um, and you mentioned uh, the, the Sony um, camp that you guys had. I mean, I was so jealous because um, I couldn't make it, um, obviously, overseas. And it was in peak um, iPhone <laughs> time. I know a lot yeah. of people actually got their iPhones delivered uh, to, to the camp. Oh, yeah. But yeah, um, uh, well, obviously, pandemic uh, over the past year. But do you think you, you, you'll, you'll be doing another one of those? I hope so, yeah. I mean, we definitely were talking about it immediately after but then yeah obviously everything has has happened with the with the pandemic so i i hope i hope you know once things hopefully go back to normal we'll we'll have a camera camp uh season two part two whatever we're gonna call it okay i mean uh, i will definitely try to make it down this time um yeah not during like tech so tech season oh my gosh yeah, yeah it yeah. was incredible it was so nice it's gonna be so oh. weird seeing people again i know can you imagine like actual How people like face to face <laughs> I don't even know when the last time I was actually trying to think. I was like, when's the last time I saw you in person? Was it CES two years ago? Like two CESs ago? Yeah. So I mean, so so CES twenty twenty, right? So it's just yeah, like twenty twenty year and a bit, year well, and a bit. Yeah. Yeah. So. That's that has been some time. Top golf. Yeah. We need we need Top to golf. hopefully next CES Top Golf. We need to get back to that. And I think they're bringing one to LA too really I, I think okay so because i mean we i, I would have been in la um in december because you know that's my yearly thing so you know over the past couple of years i've been uh, coming to la for yeah. um uh, before going to hawaii for qualcomm qualcomm yeah that's kind of like the set routine it's just like okay stop over in la um see you guys hang out throw axes or whatever we're gonna do oh yeah and then <laughs> <laughs> and then carry on and uh, go to Hawaii. So True. that's usually the setup, but obviously, unfortunately, it hasn't been. Maybe maybe, maybe uh, this December coming. Maybe, yeah. Because I, I, I went to the last Qualcomm. I was invited. So, I don't know if I would have been invited this year. It's hard to tell. I mean, I hope so. I'm, <laughs> I'm sure just going to invite I'm gonna invite myself to the next one. I'm just putting that out there, Qualcomm. Thank you in advance. Yeah, well, I mean, you know, that's uh, said I'll be stopping over in L.A. So you can just like tag along and just be True. like, hey, yeah. hey <laughs> I'm guys, here I'm just again. On I'm on vacation. It's fine. I'm here. <laughs> yeah, I, I really I don't know what things are going to be like when they go back to like, I don't think there's going to be a normal. I really don't think yeah, that they're ever going to be full capacity events. Like, I don't I have no idea. I don't think I'm ever going to. Are you going to hug a stranger? 
again? Um, Have you hu- do well, you hug I, strangers? I, I, I don't generally hug strangers as it is, so. <laughs> really? You don't hug str- Why do I hug strangers all the time? You don't um, hug strangers? <laughs> um, so, I don't know. You know what it is? Okay, I'm, I'm going to be really frank here. I think it's very different how people approach you if you're a male or if you're a female, right? Huh, it could and be. So it's there's me, you know, like a bearded brown dude. It's like, you know, you you're probably not going to straight away go over and. <laughs> <laughs> so so I think there's 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 a there's a definitely a a social perception, shall we say, um, okay. when it comes to when it comes to that. I understand. Yeah, that's like the one CES. Someone's like, oh my gosh, Jenna Justine just came up and like kissed us on the cheek, and I was like, I was like, you're you're not. You're from the United States. This is we don't do this here. I'm like I think yeah. I just got kissed by a stranger. So yeah, I mean I'm not gonna. I, yeah, I'm I'm okay if no one ever just randomly kisses me in a room full of so, yeah. hundreds of thousands. So of I people. heard you and um, Justine talk about this on your podcast, and I yeah. was just like, whoa, that's weird because it, you know thankfully I've not been randomly uh, kissed by a stranger. <laughs> but again, I think it, it does come down to that. You know. Um, the, the, the perception that's in society that yeah I mean you could do that which which I think you know one, one of the things I'm I always carry especially in CES I have uh, hand sanitizer in my pocket mm-hmm. and my biggest challenge is to not sanitize my hands while the person whose hand that I've shaken is still <laughs> within viewing distance true <laughs> I, I usually am like, oh, here, you can have some too. Like, cause yeah. that, I mean, before I would get on planes, like I would be the person wiping them down anyway. Yeah. So it's like, that's just, you know, that's second nature to me. But now yeah. I'm even crazier. Like my hands are yeah. literally like peeling off because they're so dry just from Same. washing them so much. They're just like, I love all the, the comments. I don't, you probably don't get this, but they're like, get your nails done. And like videos, I'm like, it's that's... a pandemic still. And my skin is very dry. Leave me alone. Oh, so yeah, see this. So, so I do get some comments about my hands. If I've like, because what I do is, if, especially if I'm doing like an unboxing or something where you can see my hands, I will moisturize my hands before coming yeah. on because people do comment. But I never really get any comments about my nails and stuff like yeah. that. And again, this is something that I think you know um, is different when it comes to tech, right? The comments I get will be very different to the comments you get, especially even if we're doing pretty much the same content, even if it's good. It, there is definitely. Uh, a, a big difference there wouldn't you say yeah and they're always like oh you only care about what the phone looks like I'm like no I just said I like this color and I'm exactly. pretty sure if you're gonna buy something you're gonna care what it actually looks like too but I'm I yeah it's it's tough but I I think it's getting better I think I hope I hope yeah I hope so because I think that might be one of the reasons why it, it potentially puts some uh, other females off getting into tech because they're like okay there's going to be predominantly a male audience even if that is 60 to 70 percent that's still a large chunk and what kind of comments will I get because those will be very different to what a male YouTuber will get. I mean I think too just the thing about even just putting yourself out there and online like you're going to be getting feedback no matter what and like learning mm. how to deal with it. When I first started this, you know, 10 years ago, I was like terrified. Like my, my feelings yeah. have been hurt so many times, but like right now I'm at the point where I'm like, you're going to need to get creative because anything that you're going to comment, like I have heard before, you're not yeah. going to offend me. Like you need to be creative. If you want to offend me, like get creative because I have heard it all before. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, that's one thing. It's a shame, but we do have to kind of develop a thick skin when you're putting mm-hmm. yourself up online. That's just, it's it's unfortunate, but it's just the reality of the world. Yeah, unfortunately. And I welcome, you know, constructive criticism. Like, that's exactly. great. But if you're just like, you suck, this video sucks. I'm like, okay, but 
why? Just because you hate yeah. me? Like, okay, that's, I guess that's fine, but you don't have to watch me. There's exactly. So many I, other I, videos I get out sorts. there. I mean, the, the, the funny ones I've had, like, um, why, why are you faking your accent? So they can, yeah, yeah. I mean, you get so much stuff. It's just like, because I sound like this, because I've been born and brought up in in the UK, just because, you know, it's just like, uh, you expect me to sound different. Okay, fair enough. That's, that's, that's you. But it's just like, why are you faking? It's like, no, I'm, this is how I sound. This is how I've always sounded. Yeah, that would be exhausting doing that all the time. Yeah, I mean, I would be very good if I kind of kept it up for that long and you know, just came up with a different, different, completely different accent one time. And it's just like, hey, I've been faking this for nine years. Oh my gosh, that would be that would be incredible. I'll wait for that video. Okay, maybe I should just do one on April's Fools or something you should. like that. Oh my, okay, yeah, don't tell my, my don't real tell accent. Him. Yeah. Oh my gosh, I love it. I love it. Yeah, you Super gotta do it. Exposed. Yeah, maybe exposed. we'll do that. Exposed. So, um. Uh, you you obviously make content not only on YouTube but many other platforms Instagram, Twitter, TikTok. You also stream on Twitch. Uh, the new term that I'm now um, adopting is that I am a multi-platform content creator. Um, he he loves that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> when when pitching to brands, he's just like, yes, um, Saf is a multi-platform content creator, and and that's something that I think you know is is quite good to, to diversify. So. From you obviously use a lot of these platforms extensively. If you were to order your top five, shall we say, in terms of what you enjoy and which you like most, basically, what would they be? For creating content or posting content or just just um, in general, a bit of, bit of both, really. Bit of I both? Mean, like say there was uh, you could only choose uh, okay. you know one of them. Like what what order would they come in? Um, I mean, I think, okay, obviously YouTube, number one, mm-hmm. Instagram. Oh, I really like Twitter. Twitter is easy. I feel like you're just like, you know, it's just where I get up most of my news too. Uh, mm. TikTok, I've been enjoying watching TikTok content. Like it has consumed okay. hours of my day. But when I'm like, oh, I need to actually make it. I'm like, oh no, everyone else is too funny. So, okay, YouTube, Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, I don't even want to, I feel bad, but I don't want to say Facebook. I don't, there's something where I always just forget about Facebook. Like I feel like I use it for like my personal, like my friends and family, but then like I have, yeah. I have a Facebook page, but I, I need to be better about Facebook because Facebook uh, monetization is actually very, very good. I'm just very bad at it. This, this, that's interesting because I still need to hack the, the Facebook monetization things, uh, side of things, because my last check from Facebook was a whole twelve dollars. Yeah. What are you so, gonna do? Want maybe like I don't know. A, like I was thinking of spending on a um a, on a on a bottle of water in LA. Yeah. That's how much they cost, yeah. Right? <laughs> Pretty much. I know. I well, say, so the thing, yeah, the thing about Facebook is it's like you need to fit Facebook's algorithm. So I think yeah. that's why I never got into it. So I was like, oh, this is content where I'm like, it's it's honestly like you need to dedicate just to that. And I think yeah. you have to hit like the three minute video mark. Um, and it's just like a whole thing where I'm like, oh. I don't want to do this right now, but it's it's good to know that that's definitely an option. And then Twitter also, I've, I've had Twitter uh, monetization for a little bit now too on videos, which has been really nice. And Instagram, um, I actually, I've had a, a surprisingly a lot of brand deals that were just Instagram. Um, so yeah. I, that's always easier to make for because it's like, okay, if you're just doing like cool photos and videos, but let me tell you what, there's there something about making Instagram stories when they're sponsored is actually a lot more work. 
It is. It is. Yeah. There's there's so much like uh, that's something that a lot of people don't realize. But there's so much to it that you have to like. Plus, because it's such a short space of time as well, you have to think about it a lot more as well. Yeah, and then you have to do like the tags, and then you send it to the brand, and they're like, okay, great. And then when you post it, you have to post the original, but you have to like copy exactly what you sent to them for approval. And then there's like the branded partner tool which like never works and then you're like hey you have to approve me and then you have to wait and it's just I feel like there's been times I've spent you know the same amount of time I would to make a YouTube video to make three Instagram stories and I'm like yeah. why am I so bad at this yeah it's a it's it's definitely a struggle but uh, it's nice to have different options and and having lots of different platforms opposed to as well and uh, building up that uh, uh, following on all these platforms as well you mentioned monetization on Twitter that's something that's pretty exclusive right because I, I mean I don't have it I think so yeah I I, I think how, it's, how did, I think it's <laughs> how did that come about can special. you tell us can you not I, I honestly I have no idea um I think my manager might just, you know, know some people. I was just very lucky to get in pretty early on. I think it was still when it was like being like tested, but there are some pretty, you know, like strict guidelines. Like you can't, I mean, like take content from other places and share it there. It has to be your own content. Okay. So it's, it's definitely pretty strict. So I've been trying to not like make them mad. I'm like, okay, I'm going to follow all the guidelines just as yeah. I should. Um, yeah. But it's funny because people are like, I had to watch an ad before this. I'm like, I'm sorry. Like, thank you, hey, but sorry. I mean, you get you getting to see free content, so you know if there's an ad, then there's an ad. That's that's the thing. There's been times where I've actually made more money from a tweet with like a 15 to 20 second video of like one of my bigger YouTube videos. I've made more money from Twitter than I did on AdSense from that larger video. Really? I'm like that hurts my heart because I spent days doing this. <laughs> yeah. Okay. This is the thing. It's just like. It, it, the online social media world is so like this this is so much variety there and it's just it's a mind it's a minefield you just don't know what's going to work what's not going to work which platform it's going to work on better because sometimes i posted the exact same thing on instagram and then i've posted that same thing on facebook and it's blown up on facebook and got millions yeah. of views so it's just weird you just don't know what's going to work and where it's going to work I just remember that IGTV now has monetization. Yes, it does. I forgot. I forgot about it that. Does. I okay. can't keep up. There's too much. There's, there's just too, too much. And obviously, there's, there's only one of you, so you, you can only do so much. It's probably a good thing because I can't imagine yeah. if there was multiples of me. Um, yeah, there's, there's just it's, there's so much. But I think that's also the important thing about like people who maybe do want to get into creation or are only focused on maybe one platform. Like you need to expand because. At any day, any of these platforms could go away. I mean, I doubt YouTube is gonna go away, but I mean, look what happened to Vine, you know? Like anything can happen. So to have that diversity is very, very important until, you know, not only to be dependent on one revenue stream, because it, it could go away. 100% and not only about like YouTube going away, but like you don't know what the algorithm is gonna do next. You don't know what, um, what, what monetization is gonna be like, because I remember when a lot of the family channels got yeah. demonetized overnight. And they just kind of completely lost their income overnight for, because YouTube was everything for them, right? So, yeah. 100%. Yeah, true. And especially when YouTube started to um, kind of crack down on like channels that would like maybe swear and stuff like that. That's where I was like, oh my gosh, I am so thankful that I have been family friendly my entire life. I am here. It has paid off. <laughs> so, yeah, you really, you really don't know. And I think that's the one thing where I'm like, okay, cool. I'm glad I've kept my content you know, maybe it's been a little boring because it has been family friendly, but just having that consistency also has led to, you know, these working with these brands who 
maybe, you know, it might not have happened if I, if I did things differently in the beginning. Yeah, I mean, because one of the things that I've always kind of stuck by as well is not to swear or, you know, not mm-hmm. putting any sort of uh, graphic content on my channel. But that's some, been something that I've been doing from the start because I know, like, you know, my nieces and nephews sometimes will watch some of my videos and I'm like, I don't want to yes. be setting a bad example. But I think that kind of really did pay off, especially because it was just like, okay, you know, maybe your content wasn't as edgy or you know you said it was boring i wouldn't say it's boring but you know maybe it's not as um funny as it could be but at the same time everybody can view it and brands love that as well and this is something i always advise i mean i'm sure there is there is a definitely a market out there for that as well for you know swearing etc but generally if you want to have longer term relationships with brands then you know it's best to keep your channel your profile relatively family friendly for sure too and you know when i started my audience was a lot younger and they were like you know mostly younger females i'm like okay this i i wouldn't want like my child to be watching this like and i would like to be like a respectable you know i guess adult now so yeah i was in the same boat i'm like i don't want people to think that i'm like mean or terrible or a bad role model because it's that's not who i am but you know i mean sometimes sometimes off camera you know i say adult words it happens you do can you believe it you've just been exposed i know I have exposed myself. I did it. You're going to you're going to lose subscribers now. <laughs> no, no, no. Like I was trying to think what what I dropped. I dropped a gallon of water on my foot and it hit like the plastic side down and I was like yeah. like Ouch. the words that came out of my mouth was like, "Oh my gosh, I'm so glad no one was around." But I was like, "I think I just broke my toe." <laughs> so, uh, you know, Ouch. things happen. Is is your toe okay? Just it, yeah, it's, it's fine. It had a big bruise, but like Ouch. hit like the bone. So I think it like bruised the bone, but eh. Ouch. Okay. No, it's this fine. this uh this video might get demonetized because we're we're talking about violence. About <laughs> about true. your bone. It, it was <laughs> against the I was as assaulted by a water it. bottle. <laughs> <laughs> Although your, if it's feet, you know, I, there's an audience for that too, let me tell you. I get emails. Oh, I, I actually want to talk about that. Oh, <laughs> oh no. But before we before we do, um your IG feed. I, I really like your IG feed, right? And Thank I'm you. super inspired by it. Especially the jumping photos. The jumping Jenna photos. Okay, those are fun. How many how many takes do those actually how many takes do you have to do to get that exact jump? So the thing about that is I get tired. So it's like we gotta get that shot right away. Surprisingly, <laughs> it doesn't take too long. Um so it used to be very easy. You know when the iPhone used to have like the simple burst mode, but now you have mm. to do like weird things? I still don't know how to do that. Um, but I feel like my sister and I, we usually, we usually get it down to where we can, t- we can time it. So we're like, okay, great. That's perfect. Um, but now with the new Sony A1, it has like the high shutter. So it's like, it'll do, um, it, it's so fast. I don't even know if I've actually did a jumping photo with it yet. I think I, maybe I did, but it's so fast. It feels like it's cheating. Cause it's like you do one yeah. shot and you have like 30 pictures and they're probably all perfect. Cause it's so fast. That's, yeah. that's absolutely awesome. I definitely need to check that out. Um, it's it, the only thing for me with the the Sony A one is that it's not got a flip out display, and that just yeah. I know. Cancel. I don't think it's. I just feel like it's not really made for us. But like, I would use it. Yeah, um, I don't know. Like, I always have this because uh, you know when I was, I was speaking to Sony about it, I'm like, why don't you have that screen? And it's like our users don't. Um, they they usually like to have the 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 screen in line with the camera so you know in the line of sight sort of thing they don't want to kind of be looking off to the side which i kind of understand but mm-hmm. um yeah i just i don't know like for me i, I just think more people would prefer a, a 
a swivel display or maybe I don't know how hard it would be for them to have an option this is like hey you get a Sony a7 one with either a tilt display or a flip out display I don't know it's probably I know a lot more a lot more difficult than it sounds. Yeah, I have no idea because um, we did, Sony did send us one, but my sister's been hogging it for the past couple of weeks, so I really haven't had a chance to use it. <laughs> but I know when she was like trying to vlog, she's like, am I am I in focus? Am I in frame? And I'm over there with my, you know, A7S III. I'm like, oh, I can see myself. So the, <laughs> having, having the screen is definitely very important too, especially because it's like, you know, I've been trying to vlog with other cameras where it didn't have the flip out screen and it's zoomed in on my face or like the, the ISO is just completely blown out. So this is, yeah, I, I need the flip the flip out screen for sure. Makes makes such a big difference. Now really you mentioned, um, you know, how you, uh, Justine, are pretty much in sync when it comes to taking pictures and things like that. And the other thing that you guys are pretty much like, it's it's crazy to see this, but on the podcast, the Same Brain podcast, and, and I understand why you call it the Same Brain because <laughs> You're literally like kind of like, you know, you say one thing, she says one thing, and it's just like it's so in sync. I love it. <laughs> and yeah. The podcast, I mean, that's one of the things. I mean, the same brain fits perfectly. It really does. And it's funny because when we were trying to think of a name, we're like, I don't even know how it came up. And we're like, okay, same brain. And then some people went back to like years ago and we said something in like a video. They're like, oh, we have the same brain. Like, oh, same brain. So funny. But it, yeah, it's it's kind of crazy because we also kind of sound alike. Um, so there'll be times where people are like, wait, I thought you were talking. I thought you were talking. And we will just say, like, sometimes sentences that is the exact same. Or out of nowhere, we will start singing a song, the exact same song with the exact same line. And we're just like, like, how'd that happen? It's That's very amazing. weird. Very weird. I mean, we're definitely completely different on some things, but like things like that where it's like, huh, same brain, huh? <laughs> No, it's it's. I think it's the perfect name for the podcast, and I've been listening um, to to episodes of the podcast, and you're on 30, 30 episodes right now. I think so. Yeah, thirty one will be next, I, I believe. Yeah. So yeah, it's it's that's, a lot. That's awesome. How, how has that been going for you um, so far? It's been going very well. Uh, I feel like doing the video podcast definitely adds a lot of extra work um because it's like man they're like we have to get ready like it's a youtube like a youtube video you know so it's definitely a lot doing the video but i also think that that's kind of the future of podcasting so like we're trying to you know think you know business mind like what's going to work down the road and it's also just it's just something that we're we're very um what's the oh gosh what's the word i'm trying to trying to say like for us we're very visual so i feel mm. like the things we talk about are very visual too so it's nice to have that have that option um, but yeah, I, the podcast has been going well. There's definitely been days where I'm like, I don't really want to shoot a podcast right now. But like, I'm like, let's do it. Let's do it. It's fine. So the consistency yeah. has been tough, but I think we've been we've been doing a pretty good job. I mean, we shot yeah. one in the back of the Chevy Tahoe in Tahoe. Yeah, so that I, was I saw that. That was very unique because I was like, okay, this this is this is different. I don't think I've ever seen a podcast being shot. <laughs> and that's <laughs> this what way. like she yeah, that's what she kind of wanted to, and we kind of had in mind. So like we've been using the Roadcaster, and it's been so incredible. And she's like, mm. I just want to like go places and like do these podcasts. And we did one with Tom Green in the back of um, her car, and like he was in his uh, his van. And we've definitely have done them in like weird places. And like for us, we're like, well, that's how we're going to keep it like unique and different. And like, that's just what we want to do. So it's it's been fun. Yeah. And I totally feel you on the video side of things as well, because um, 
for those listening, uh, this this podcast is also available in video form. And I've like kind of been telling Janet, it's like, yeah, so if you can just frame yourself this way and if you can also send me the video file in 4K as well as the audio file later on on all of this. So yeah, there, there's a lot of hassle, but thank you so much for actually <laughs> setting everything I got you. up. I we've got the we've it. got the 4K content coming your way, so yeah, be a big it's, file. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's definitely going to be a big file. One of the things that I've noticed about the podcast, however, so you've got the podcast, you've got the YouTube channel, you don't have a clips channel, or you don't upload clips. Have I've not seen any unless I've completely missed them. I we're we're really barely surviving over here. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, okay. <laughs> we are, we're trying our best. No, it's okay. It's like sometimes I'll, I'll be like, I forgot to upload just the Instagram picture for the same brain. And I just think too, like, it's just so, like, there's not enough yeah. time. Like we definitely need to hire someone, but I mean, we've only been losing money on our, this podcast, I'll say. Mm. And which is fine. Cause like, we're like, look, we're doing it for fun. We know eventually this is going to probably pay off and it's what we want to do. Yeah, we definitely need to hire a full-time podcast person to keep up with everything. Like we want to have, you know, clips cut out. We want to do this. But at the end of the day, we just run out of time. And we're like, as long as we get this up, like that's an accomplishment for us right now. So yeah, we just, we just don't have enough time. We're really bad at doing stuff. So who's actually putting the podcast in terms of editing it and putting it online and everything? Are you doing that? Um, I think all of us have been kind of tag teaming it. Like sometimes, so the past couple of weeks, I've been driving nonstop from destination to destination on our road trip. And she was yeah. actually in the past. I go, look, I'd rather drive. I don't really like editing. So she was <laughs> editing. She actually edited an entire podcast and uploaded it from the car Wi-Fi wow. when, within like one trip of like a couple hours. I was like, that's impressive. That's well, it was, might've been six hours, but yeah, and the upload speed was like 30 or 40. I'm like, what? I was like, we need to just live in this car. I'm like, this is oh, wow. fast. That's faster so, than my house. <laughs> yeah, it was like very fast and we were in a car. Uh, so it just depends. Like if there's times when she's busy, I'll do it. Or times where Tyler is doing it. So between that, um, it's it's really a, it's a team effort. Uh, so we're like, who has a free couple of hours that can edit this podcast? Totally, I totally feel you. But I, I would definitely love to see clips because... Um, one of the things I found, obviously, my channel is very, very new, the podcasting channel, but the clips I've been doing actually a lot better because I, I guess on 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 the podcast side of things, when it comes to uh, Apple Podcasts, all of the podcast platforms, people generally will obviously listen, and that's what they're coming for. But YouTube, I think, you know, anything above. 15, 20 minutes and then, you know, it becomes too long. So then I found anyway that a lot of my clips have been doing way better and also kind of looking at some of the other channels. So I've been seeing Lou, his clips have been absolutely killing it. So yeah, I did see that. I was like, this is smart. I was like, this is very smart. So I think it's definitely something we need to to try out because I'm kind of the same way. Like I, I, I'm fine listening to things like on background, but then if I like switch to something else, I'm like, oh, I'm not gonna come back. And I'm also yeah. like, my attention span is like very, very short. So yeah. yeah, I think we need to do that. We did do like the timestamps, but then also I'm like, okay, we forgot to do that for the past couple of ones. So I, yeah, <laughs> clips, I'll, I'll bring it up with the team. I'll be like, hey, what do you guys think about this? Cause I think it's a really good idea for sure. Clips, we, we, clips. we, we will be seeing clips soon on the same oh, no. brain podcast. You had it here first. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, breaking news. 
It might only happen <laughs> once. It might never happen. You know, consistency isn't our thing. But yeah, how about you? So, do you edit the podcast? Like, what, what's what's your work? Yeah, like? yeah. So I've been I've been editing them uh, myself right now. Um, I, I'm hoping the, the sort of thinking was like I just wanted to. I've been talking about doing a podcast for ages with you know uh, just E, but I wanted to do something physically set up. Like I wanted to set something up in the studio and stuff. But I'm like, it's a pandemic. Before that, it's going to be at least another year before that even happens, and yeah. nobody comes to where I am. Right. So I'm not even in London. I'm in Leicester. So I'm like, OK, maybe this is not the best idea. So then I kind of spoke to E and I was just like, hey, man, we, we talk about tech all the time. Would you like to be the co-host? And he was just like, yeah, sure. So, yeah, I mean, it's been fun. It's It's been challenging because, as you're saying, it's another thing to do with everything mm-hmm. else. But it's it's been fun just kind of chatting. Obviously, we had Marquez on. We've got yourself on. We can just talk about things we normally wouldn't talk about in our on our main channels. Right. So, sure. yeah, it's been fun. So you must not sleep. I, I don't sleep much. This is why I wear sunglasses. That's the secret. It just covers my tired eyes. I only, yeah, I slept like an hour last night. Like I tossed and turned and I woke up and my eyes oh, were just like swollen. I'm like, oh no. I'm like, well, that's fine. Yeah, and, and even like half the time you'll be like replying to Instagram. I'm like, isn't it like 4 a.m. where you are? I'm like, do you not sleep? Like, Go, go to bed. <laughs> yeah. I'm I'm pretty bad. So what what I do is I'll go to sleep for a few hours and I'll, I usually wake up for like morning prayers and then I'll go back to sleep. But that yeah, part okay. is like it's not good. So then sometimes that that wake up can be like four hours. So yeah, I'm all over the place. Oh, Definitely yeah. not the person to follow for a sleep schedule because mine is like out the window. Completely. Yeah, same. I mean, I got in bed at seven p.m. the one like a couple nights ago, and I was like, oh, I'm so tired. I'm just gonna go to bed. I woke up at eleven. I'm like p.m. four hours later. I go, yeah. oh no. It's like this is about to be a bad idea. Why would I do this? Yeah, that's gonna be bad for I, like. I feel that reminds me of being jet lagged because I remember when I used to come mm-hmm. to LA and I'd get used to the whole time zone, and then I'd come back, and then there's like a ten hour difference because like right now it's eight p.m. but it's like twelve where you are, so it's it's mm-hmm. it's crazy. But yeah, yeah, that's one thing that I don't miss yeah. about traveling. True, it, it's it messes with you. It really does. Or, but it would also be good because you're so tired. You're like, I'm just, I can actually sleep, but it's at the wrong time of the day. Yeah, it's all over the place. But I mean, thankfully, because we kind of we work for ourselves, we can yeah generally get away with it. So it's 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 all good in that sense. A blessing and a curse. But speaking of working for yourself, how would you say this pandemic has either increased or decreased your motivation? Definitely decreased. The same. I've, I've become such a I've become such a bum. Like um, I went through a phase where I was just like playing Call of Duty and not doing anything else. Like literally, I would be up because and I'd be playing with uh, a lot of the guys um, uh, from the US. So we'd be I'd be up to like six a.m. and I'd be like, "All right, guys, I think I should go to sleep because it's it's the next day and it's sunrise." Oh my god! <laughs> I, yeah, because I was also I was on the other side of the controller too. I'm like, I get it, man. I just want to play Call of Duty. And that's actually yeah. why I, I started streaming on Twitch. I was like, well, at least I can feel a little bit better about myself. Like, hmm. you know, if this is kind of work, because I'm just playing yeah. Call of Duty nonstop. It was very, very dangerous to my to are my you, uh, are motivation. Still, <laughs> are you still gaming a lot? Not as much, um, just because, well, one, I tore apart my streaming setup and I'm going to be redoing everything. Um, and then I was like, oh, I, I had like the busiest four months of like my work life, I think, you know, a couple months ago. So mm. like that kind of, I was like, okay, you can't game because you're going to get stuck into that habit of not wanting to do anything but game. So I took a little bit of time off, but I'm coming That's back. I'm ready. You're going to be back. You're going to be back. Oh, yeah. I mean, what about like the pandemic? Did that like, was that similar like as well did you just completely like eh, i don't want to do anything 
Yeah, it was hard because like all I did was travel. I mean, you were the same way. I feel like every every other week you were traveling. So being home for that amount of time, I was like, I feel weird. Like mm. every day was the same. So I'm like, I don't, I don't know what to do. So I, yeah. yeah, I definitely, I was very motivated. And then I think it's like, not like depression, but like some type of, yeah. I mean, maybe depressed. Like I, I had nothing to be depressed about because I was like working and I was, you know, happy. But there was just something that was just, you know, weighing me down. And, and mm. I don't know what it was. Like creative, like creatively, like I just wasn't motivated. Yeah. And I think that's too why we took this trip recently. I'm like, I just need to be inspired by something. Like I need to get out of this room. I need to just like clear my mind, be can be away from people. Cause even in LA, like you walk outside, there's just people everywhere. I'm like, no, I yeah. need like nature. I need like some space and just to, cause traveling is how I get my, uh, my creative, you know, inspiration yeah. and it just wasn't 100%. happening. Yeah. For sure. Um, and one of the things is be, be doing what we do. Like we're super, super privileged and we, we are totally aware of that as well. Yeah. That Look, we get to do all of these things that everybody else doesn't get to do, but that kind of puts pressure on you that you, it's just like, okay, you can't, have a bad day because you're so privileged. How dare you say anything on Twitter about the bad day that you're having when there's all this other stuff happening. And I find that that pressure is so unfair because everybody's human at the end of the day, right? And yeah. yes, we're super privileged and we're super aware that we're super privileged as well. But, you know, everybody can, have, we're human at the end of the day. We can also have bad days, you know what I mean? For sure. And I actually felt like guilty about that too. Cause I'm like, yeah. I'm, I'm, you know, I'm having like, if I had a bad having like the most kind of successful year personally for me. And, mm. but it's like, it didn't equate to happiness. Like I, yeah. something just felt, I just like, I wasn't really happy. And that's the thing I was like, I feel guilty about feeling bad because like, I'm fine and I'm doing well. And like, I was trying to do other things. Like I was like, how do I like give back to communities and like give back to, you know, people and things. And like, I was trying to find other ways just because I felt so guilty for being mm. fine and feeling sad. I was like, this is so, this is terrible. I'm like, I don't know what's wrong with me, but I mean, you know, this is something that no one's really ever experienced before. And this was all, it was all very new to us. And I don't know, everyone can, you know, handles it differently, but yes, it was weird, a very weird year. It has been, it has been. And I think, yeah, it's, it's okay to have a bad day, right? It's just yeah. like, yes, you know, everybody's human. You're going to have your ups and downs, you know, and it's okay to have that. And, you know, just, you know, let, if, if somebody's kind of saying something, just like, just let them be, you know what I mean? Like, as I said, we're all human at the end of the day. So yeah, and you, you, uh, you never know what someone else is going through too. So it's like, you see what exactly. we post online, like, oh, you look so happy. You look, you know, you have all this new stuff. You have everything. But it's like, you do not know what that person is going through personally. So always trying to keep that in the back of your mind. It's, you know, exactly. we, we show people what we want them to see. So you just, you never know. I mean, that's, that's, that's the social media life, isn't it? Like if we were posting depressing stuff every day, you know, people would very quickly unfollow because I think a lot of people also go to social media for an escape as well, to a certain extent. Like I remember when the pandemic initially kind of hit, I was still making content and I had a few, now granted it's a, it's a very small number of comments, but I did have a few comments which, you know, were like, oh, there's a pandemic going on and you're just like talking about you know all this expensive tech like come on yeah and i was just like do you want me to just sit at home and do nothing i'm creating content which my followers really enjoy and it's giving them something to kind of like a bit of an escape right so it's just like hey we're just having a chat we're doing something let's not think about everything else have a bit of an escape and you know that's that, that's the thing i mean you know that's that's what a lot of people see it as so if we were to post sad and depressing content all the time then you know people would very quickly just switch off from our content 
No, for sure. And that was the thing too. I was like, what do you guys want me to create? I was like, cause I, I truly don't know. And they're like, honestly, we want you to do what you, you're doing. Like we need an escape as well. Like we don't want to feel like we're watching your thing to be, you know, sucked back in. Like we, we see the news, we see everything that's happening. Like you just do you. And I'm like, okay. It was very tough though for a while with like the pandemic and like politics. And I was like, oh my God, I need to get off social media before I fight someone. But so that was, that was definitely a very, very tough time to stay out of all of that um but yeah i feel yeah. you know i'm feeling feeling better about things i That's think good. and just doing what i want in this little trip kind of you know brought yeah. me back to my creative freedom and who knows we'll hopefully have some new tech around the corner and you know who, yeah I, know. I, I think it's gonna i mean i think you took the, the your break at the perfect time because i think from march is when everything starts kind of picking up again so yeah great time and i'm glad you took that trip as soon as i can um because I'm, I'm we're in lockdown right now so i can't actually take a trip so as soon as things kind of calm down i think i'm going to do that just kind of get away for a little bit but yeah. yeah yeah for sure i mean hopefully uh this 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 year is going to be better and speaking of this year we have a lot of tech coming up this year what are you most excited about I mean, I really want the 16-inch, you know, MacBook Pro M1, M1X, whatever that is going to be. Like, I think personally yeah. for me, like that's that's what I want for my for my workflow. That's your big highlight. And yeah. How about you? The, uh, for me, whew, that's a tough question. You've just yeah, throwing it, it back at you. Switch it back. Whoa. <laughs> um, uh, wow. Um, I'm looking forward to the Cybertruck. <laughs> oh, oh, wait. Is it finally going to happen? What well, year is I, it? It was supposed to be 2021, right? So I, oh, I, I ordered the dual motor purely because uh, that was going to be coming sooner. So sooner, yeah. I'm hoping. I mean, I just photoshopped myself on Mars with the Cybertruck. That's how much I want it. So mm-hmm. that's what I'm looking forward to most. I hope so. Yeah, I kind of forgot about that because I feel like so much time has passed and I'm like, I don't know what year it is. I don't know what day it is. But yeah, that would be pretty <laughs> cool. I think my sister ordered. I don't know which one she ordered. It may have been both pre-ordered. Yeah. It's hard to tell yeah. what she did yeah i mean it's gonna be fun i mean i'm just looking forward to just driving around and people being like what is what is this guy doing <laughs> yeah yeah that's gonna be cool it's i feel like fun. there's gonna be so many in la it's just gonna be like obnoxious but it's gonna be yeah. pretty cool i'm excited to see yeah. it definitely looking forward to it um iphone next iphone 13 what's what's your like wish list what would you like to see in the next iphone well um considering mine doesn't charge right now i'd like to have no no charging issues <laughs> Look, I like having I like having the ports. I really do like it. I don't know why. Mm. It's just like having that like comfort thing. So I'm okay if they leave the port. Um, next iPhone. What do I want? What's <gasps> missing on your iPhone right now? Touch ID, maybe. Oh yeah, yeah. Touch ID would be nice because yeah. I feel like I'm probably going to be wearing a mask for the for unforeseeable future. I do miss Touch ID. I like it, and I just like having that option. Like you know, in the Samsungs. It's cool. Um, it's easy. I, wow, I feel like you have just asked me an impossible question. Like I'm uh-huh. turned it right I, back at you after. I think my, I think my <laughs> phone feels a little heavy. It feels kind of heavy and like boxy. You, you didn't consider the 12 Pro. I also have that. Um, so sometimes, so sometimes, <laughs> sometimes I switch. If I'm gonna like go for a walk, I'm like, oh, I feel like I should take this one that's smaller. I honestly yeah. thought I was gonna use the 12 Pro, but then. Okay. It's just I've always had the bigger phone, so I was like, oh, "This is going to be it." I really don't Fair know enough. what what I would want from it. That's that's a good question. Okay, I'm you can, simple. You can never like, think whatever. about that. You can never think Shoot. about that. Um, I'd like to see a high refresh rate display, personally. Yeah, that would be nice. It is so nice in other devices. Yeah, 
I'd, I'd like to see that, but we'll we'll see we'll see what happens. Um, I, you know what? I really hope. I hope that we'll be in a place where we can go back to Cupertino for the iPhone launch event because that was amazing. So fun! Like it's just so nice seeing everyone, and it's just like going up to the campus is so cool. That would be very so cool. nice. I can't yeah, imagine can that's going to happen. We though. can hang out with Steve uh, Steve Wozniak. Uh, yeah, again, I mean, obviously, he definitely has been wondering what we're up to. You know, he's yeah, like, yeah, man, yeah. I can't wait for them to come back up and harass me. No. <laughs> best yeah, that'd be pretty cool. Yeah, best BFFs. friends forever <laughs> and ever. We're gonna get bracelets. Um, yeah, definitely. We'll, we'll, when we see him next time, we're like, hey, Steve, here you go. You know, we've missed you this time. He'd be like thinking, who are these guys? <laughs> he runs away. We just got uninvited from all future events. I'll cut this bit out so then Apple doesn't see it and doesn't uh, carries on inviting us to their events. <laughs> Please invite us. We are just kidding. Uh, I'm going to give you another hard question. Uh, oh, no. Before we move on to something a little bit fun to, to end with, right? Top three youtubers right now who you watch the most <gasps> okay have you heard of super Saf tv i think i might have he seems <laughs> he seems super cool <laughs> um okay so i'm uh, i'm i don't want to admit this but i'm really bad at watching youtube videos like very very bad um so sorry i usually only watch videos from like people who i follow on twitter like tweet them out because i feel like subscriptions don't really work half the time um, I mean, I obviously watch my sister. I watch you. I watch Marquez. I watch Farouk. I found He is like my inspiration. He is so okay. talented. I don't understand. I'm like, you are, you are so talented. Like his beauty mm. shots are just so inspirational and they're just, they're so cool. Yeah. So I, I remember I came across one of his drone videos some time ago and I was like, wow, okay, this, this guy's really good. So I subscribed to him then. I uh, never actually met him, so hopefully when I'm back in <gasps> LA uh, next time, then uh, we'll have to all catch up. Yes, he's so cool. Oh, he's so nice too. Um, I also watch a lot of Sarah Dietschy. Um, Yeah, basically, like if somebody tweets out a video, I'm like, okay, I'm going to watch it. I'm just really bad at actually actively going and like looking at subscriptions. Do, do, you, um, do you ever watch like non-tech, like completely something different on YouTube? Non-tech? I mean, sometimes I'm, I'm like I said, I'm very bad at watching YouTube videos, like okay. really, really bad. I'm, I'm, I'm like the worst because I feel like if I ever have free time, I'm like, oh, I'm just going to turn on Netflix for like a second. Um, I used to, oh, I watch uh, Cody Blue. He does a lot of like travel stuff. He and okay. um, his now wife, they do um, a bunch of cool stuff. They actually live in Tahoe and they're just like, he's very, very talented and creative and his channel is like really always cool and like beautifully shot. Um, mm. So I do, I do miss actually, I need to start watching the travel content again. I just feel like it kind of went downhill with everything that happened. Um, but yeah, yeah. I so feel really super talented. bad for travel um, content creators because it's just like, okay, so now you can't travel. Like, what do you do? And if you do travel, then people are going to be like, oh, why are you traveling in a pandemic sort of thing? It's just like, yeah. ooh, that's that's such a bad dilemma to be in. I feel really bad for them. Yeah, I know. It's it's tough because I'm like, oh my gosh, I like I don't want to get on a plane personally. That's why mm. we were like driving and staying like far away from everyone. And people were, I don't I mean, people weren't really saying much, but I was like, you guys don't understand like where we went. I probably, like I would walk outside and I would see no one. If I walk outside in Los Angeles right now, I'm going to see hundreds of people instantly. So I'm like, where we were going, like these counties had maybe a couple hundred cases, whereas like Los Angeles, it's like hundreds of thousands of cases. And I'm like, I'm just going to get away. Like I need fresh air. Like I don't want to be around people. Like I'm not doing anything. So yeah, it's it's definitely been, been interesting. And I've realized that 
like maybe I don't want to live in LA. Like where do I want to live? I want to live on like a ranch in the middle of nowhere with fast internet. Okay. That's the, that's the dream. Okay, so if you could move anywhere, anywhere in the world, where would it be? That's what I'm trying to figure out. I really love Hawaii, but it's really tough um, with dogs. So you have to like mm. quarantine them for quite some time and you can't really go back and forth. Um, I don't know. I really like Utah. Oregon was very pretty. Like I love California, but it's just too much. And taxes are very high here. So I don't know. I'm really trying to figure that out right now. I'm, I would go to New Zealand, but it's very far away. New Zealand, yeah. I mean, it's, it is very far, but I mean, they pretty much have zero cases. Yeah, they, maybe, they have their stuff figured out. That's, that, that, that can be the new YouTube destination. It's like, we, we let's all move. You know how like right now, it's like New York and LA are the two sort of, you know, YouTuber hubs, should we say? Yeah. Or content creator hubs. Like let's let's make New Zealand that. Let's start a new trend. <laughs> I'm fine. Like let's let's go. We're going to New Zealand. They have their things figured out. It's beautiful. It's nice. We're coming to New Zealand. Yeah. Okay, so New Zealand, watch out. We're gonna be coming over. Well, don't worry. We'll get tested before we come. We'll get vaccinated yes. before we come. Oh, so don't worry. We're 100%. not bringing you anything unexpected. Whatever you whatever you need me to do, I'm ready. We will do it. Okay, now we're gonna finish off with some fun, unrelated questions. This is a thing that I do uh, with all my guests. Um, oh no. And it might be a little bit awkward. Okay, I love ask that. You, let me ask you, have you Googled yourself recently? <laughs> you almost like, bad drink. I almost, I almost <laughs> choked on my coffee. Like how recently? Like past six months? Yeah, yeah. Have you? I don't actually, um, I think I, I typed in my name to Google once just a shortcut to my YouTube channel, which I don't think was at all a shortcut. And I like briefly saw yeah. a couple things. Have you Googled okay. me recently? I, I have, you'll be pleased. Oh no. <laughs> so, okay. okay. So this in this section of the video, right? I'm gonna bring you the top five search results for your name, okay? Okay. Now, a few disclaimers here. Firstly, these are not coming from me. These questions are from the world. This is what the world wants to know about Jenna Isaric. All right, here and, we go. And obviously, if you if you're comfortable answering them, brilliant. If you're not, no pressure whatsoever. Just give us your reaction of why you think people are searching for this, or just whatever, whatever you think, right? Whatever comes to mind. Okay. 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 So if, so okay, I'm gonna ask you this first. What do you think is your top search? I'm going to assume boyfriend. Because it's always boyfriend. <laughs> it's, it's, it's one of the top. Well, okay, this is going to be quite surprising because it's not. Boyfriend is not in the top five. No way. Have people given up on me? People have changed. But there's something else which is kind of related. We'll come to that. So the first. Oh, oh no. The first search uh, related search result for Jenna Isaric is net worth. Oh, true. Yeah, yeah. That's okay. Yeah. That's, so that's, that's fair. That's that was the same for I think it's pretty much the same for all of us. Right? Any, anybody that's a content creator, people really want to know how much we're worth. Um, so yeah, that's that's the first one. Okay, I mean I don't even know. <laughs> like, that's I what I mean. It's like, like I don't even know. There's, there's some guesses people have. It's funny because I, I when I was doing this exercise and I kind of searched for Marquez and search for yourself, and then I put my name in, and then I found this whole biography of me, how much my net worth is, um, my background. Uh, details about my parents, which were completely false, <laughs> just yeah. like oh yeah, pulled out from nowhere. My, my 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 sort of like where my family's from, all of this stuff. And I'm like, 
this stuff is not true at all. People just make this stuff up. I'm posting these. They do. It's crazy. I know. It's so silly. I mean, I honestly don't even know. I'm like, I have no idea. I'm like, as long as I'm able to pay my bills, you know, got some, whatever. Who knows? Exactly. Yeah. So that's, that's, that's always funny seeing those estimates. You're like, yeah, like, it's just. I saw someone, it was like worth like 500 million. Someone's like, what? Where, where did you think I'm worth this much money from? And if so, like, who has my money? Like, I, yeah. I'm ready to accept it. <laughs> Get me that money. All yeah. right, second second search result for January Zarek is age. <gasps> yeah, people want to know how old you are. That's disgusting. I'm 31, yeah. I think. Okay. Wait. Yeah, I'm 31. <laughs> oh my God. It's like, uh, yeah, 31. Wait. Yeah, no, I'm 31. It's funny because I feel like once you like hit 30, like I still think I'm like 29, but then I'm like, no. So yeah, I'm 31. Yeah, I mean, you, you're only six years older than me, so it's not, it's not it's true. much. It's very true. Although <laughs> <laughs> I think uh, I feel like I've, I've aged 20 years in the past year, so. I think everybody has. Hopefully we'll be able to reset those years soon. Okay, third search result, okay? So people have forgotten about boyfriend. Boyfriend's gone way down the list. Great, but good. But Jenna Isarik, husband is number three. Oh, husband? Oh, that's right, I'm old now. <laughs> oh no so after 30 it's just like okay she's probably settled out now so yeah let's let's look for a husband (laughs) uh thankfully um i'm not married i it's funny because it's like marriage has never been something where i'm like i want to get married i'm like no like i'm chilling like i've never really wanted kids (laughs) like i've had serious relationships like but like i don't wear jewelry i don't want a big flashy wedding i'm like dude i'm just i just want to be happy and like live my life and marriage has never been something where I'm like I need to get married I want to get married like that is the opposite of what I want from life so okay so no I'm not married I do not have a husband okay so for those for for those people who are wondering if you know Jenna's kind of secretly gone to Hawaii and got married she has not so yeah nope we'll let you know that okay two more we've got I mean these ones are pretty simple Jenna is Eric Twitter so people want to find you on Twitter but they use Google to do that Oh, you love to see it. Well, you never know. Sometimes it could be, you know, a different name. Potentially. It could be, I am Jenna E. Oh. <laughs> Sorry, it's me, Jenna E. We can't talk about that. <laughs> it's actually funny how many times I'll type in someone's name and type in Twitter, and then it just takes you there. So, like, I do that, yeah. too. Yeah. yeah. I mean, that's... Okay. It, lots of people are using that. Jenna E's are like wallpapers. Oh, my wallpapers. They're really? in demand. Yeah. Oh, I, well, I mean, it's the fifth result here, so clearly... This is above boyfriend 2020. So let this me just tell you they've that. given up on me. Like she's gonna die alone. Um, yeah, no, the wallpapers. Yeah, I forgot about that too. I neglected it for quite some time, but I, I actually posted one from our trip, and I think I have a couple more to post. And that's been awesome. fun. It's been like a fun little, fun little thing that I was when I was getting into photography. I'm like, oh, I'll do some wallpapers. So that's well, good. Clearly, there's 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 demand for them, and that's something I need to set up as well. I still need to pick your brains on that too yeah. to set my my wallpaper um, library up because uh, I just. Uh, I've just got like I just put up my wallpaper of me kind of hanging off the punch hole of the S21 Ultra like a monkey and you know (laughs) it's like I put it up and like 10,000 downloads I'm like okay so there's there's potential here people (laughs) are actually downloading this if you would have charged a dollar for all of those although sometimes I think Shopify takes like 30 cents or something for if they use a credit card but yeah I mean hey hey Come on, there's, you, you got a business, business mind. Let's go. Come on, you, you can. Yeah, do it. yeah. I mean, he keeps telling me, you know, you got you to monetize this, dude. I'm like, yeah, but it's just, but I just find it weird that people have got me swinging on their homepages for some reason. But anyway, because it's incredible. <laughs> it's one it's of those so things. cool. I love it's it. Crazy. I think it's a great idea. Yeah, so you should do it. I'm going to ask you three 
random questions because we're towards the end now and okay. I like doing this just kind of just, just random questions which I don't think you pro- would have been asked before so yeah oh no do, do you ever check your Instagram DMs uh, from okay well so Instagram has made it so silly so it's like you have like the primary and like the general and then like the something requests. else the re- yeah the requests um, so do you ever check the requests sometimes Okay, so do, do you, can you like, have you, have you got a random one, like a really funny one that's, that you remember? Or if you can, this is going to be a challenge. Can you open your phone up right now and read, we're not going to name and shame, but check your DM requests and read three of them. Oh my gosh. Okay. <laughs> All right. Okay, here we go. Okay. Let's see what we can do here. Okay. Some of these are pretty normal so far. And then I get some where I'm like, do I have to alert the authorities? Like, this is strange. (laughs) Um, Okay, let's just click. This one says, you still good? Just checking in. Okay. That was a long time ago. Um, I think think I'm still good. Oh my gosh, there's some I just feel like I can... (laughs) Is there something that you can bleep out but just read? (laughs) Oh, okay. I'm having... Let me me take off the Wi-Fi because it's... Um, let me filter these by red. Happy birthday. Um, so, oh my gosh. No, that's, that's not a good one. That's not a good one. A lot of these people are actually just being very, very nice. This one says they'd like me to make a video about the iPad Pro. There's definitely some that are like, do you want to go on a date? And I'm like, no, I don't. Sorry. <laughs> this isn't this isn't Tinder. It's in Instagram. This one says <laughs> to play. Oh, it says playing Battleship with my son. I thought it said, "Can you play Battleship with my son?" So it's very very interesting. There's definitely some okay. accounts where. Okay, this one says, "Which one has a better camera?" I get a lot of questions where it's like, "Should I? Which which is a better phone? Which is a better okay. computer or camera? Or can you send me an iPhone?" I'm like, "No." Okay, you yeah, get it. That's <laughs> that's most of mine. Most of my in, in Instagram DMs are, yeah, can you send me um, an iPhone? Sometimes there's a list. Can you send me an iPhone, uh, Space Gray, 512 gigabytes, an iPad, this, that. It's like full shopping list. And it's like, okay. So I generally don't look at them, but sometimes they'll just be like, kind of like browse through. But yours were pretty good. I mean, I was surprised. Well, I, was, I was expecting some weird stuff. I mean, honestly, those were good, but I get a lot of very, very terrifying things where I'm like mm, this person might actually kill me like this is very strange um, or I get somewhere it has like the blurred image it's like oh click at your own risk I'm like nope uh-uh, absolutely nope. not so these were very calm everyone seems calm but um, yeah no there's there's a lot of weird a lot of weird stuff that happens there's, in there which is why I, stuff. Okay. I don't right. go so, there often thankfully the, the recent ones have been pretty good so that's yeah that's good. they're they're calm they're just they're good on, on the topic of uh, fans and followers what's been your most awkward fan interaction uh, <laughs> I can't. oh my god i so i'm sorry i just thought of something and i can't really tell you i'm gonna have to tell you the story off podcast because <laughs> okay. it's it just happened um most awkward um most awkward is anything pg that you can share with us <laughs> i mean it's it's i feel like for legal reasons i can't Okay. <laughs> Anything PG. Uh, I mean, there's just been a lot of awkward things where it's like, I mean, I, this was actually the most recent. Like, I was just in a random gas station in the middle of nowhere. And so in Oregon, you don't pump your own gas. 
Like I, okay. I like I pull up after driving for a long time and I like get out and this guy goes, Jenna? And I go, He's like, hi. He's like, I watch your videos. I'm like, not even kidding you. We were in the middle of nowhere. And I'm just like, mm. oh my gosh. I'm like, that's so cool. Like it wasn't awkward. I'm trying to, I'm having a very hard time thinking of an, an awkward one after I have the best awkward story that I haven't told yet. Um, okay. But I, I just feel like it's always kind of awkward because I never know if like, I know these people from like real life or I'm like, oh wait, have I met you before? And then like, oh no, yeah. I met you on, on, you know, on the internet. I'm like, oh cool. Like it's nice to meet you. Um, but yeah, I'm, you know, I'll, I'll, I'll tell the story one day, but I can't okay. yet. <laughs> <laughs> All right. You can tell me after we end the podcast, yeah. but Janet, thank you so much for jumping on and taking the time out. It's been so much fun chatting. So I really, really appreciate it. Yeah, no, thank you so much for having me. And I'm, I'm very, I'm very honored to be on this and I'm very proud of you for your, your new podcast endeavor. And thank you for the uh, clips suggestion. It's very smart. I'm looking forward to seeing it. Yeah. And hopefully this year sometime we'll be able to properly catch up i hope so i hope so it's been way too long yeah yeah it definitely has take care and uh, we'll speak soon sounds good see ya big thanks to jenna for taking the time out to be on the podcast really hope you enjoyed it if you're not already then do go ahead and follow her on all of the different social media platforms they will be linked in the show notes and in the description below if you're on youtube I hope you enjoyed the podcast and found it useful. If you did, then please do drop a rating or give it a thumbs up. And also let me know who you'd like to see in future episodes. Thanks for watching and listening. This is Saf on Super Saf Speaks and I'll see you next time.